Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. As one door closes with love and gratitude, another always opens. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. And we have probably a bit of a shocking episode for you today, one that none of you will be expecting. Um, I just noticed uh, as we were getting our notes ready for today that this is episode 199 and 99 is the number of beginnings and endings. Well, endings. Anyone who knows about numerology knows that the life cycle goes in years of nine. And so the ninth year is when everything finishes off. And the, the number one year is when everything starts again. So in nine years, people will experience everything from loss of jobs, closing down of relationships, businesses, deaths, even small things, letting go of habits, dress sizes, old, you know, beliefs, patterns, behaviours. And here we are at 2016, add up two, oh, one and a six, you get a nine. And in September, we had a really significant date too, which was the ninth of the ninth, 2016, which is the nine. So we had a triple nine. Ah. And there was a lot of um, shifting in particular polarised around that exact I have to check my diary and see what was going on in my world then well, I, on that day. I certainly felt um, I, I had a schism in my personal life at, with, with a close friend of mine at that time and I also saw some of my clients. So, But it's not. it wasn't just September we're talking about. It is this year, but it's also my personal journey. So last week I had... I've had three conversations in my life that have been excruciatingly hard, horrific. Um, And the first one I ever had was having to confront the woman who was bullying me in Sydney, having to go into her office as a last-ditch attempt before I went to higher management and confront her. And I was absolutely sick with fear. And I, I still did it. I had that conversation. I don't know about the outcome, but I did it. The second hardest conversation I've ever had was ending my marriage. And the third hardest conversation I've ever had, and I had absolute diarrhea before I had to go in and do it, was going in to see Jane last week and telling her that I feel called to put down the baton and step back out of the love life circle, which was met with all kinds of emotions, as you would imagine, most of them mine. And it's, as you can, I'm sure everyone listening can appreciate, these kinds of decisions are heartbreaking and soul harrowing decisions which come as a result of many many sleepless nights and a lot of testing and soul searching and questioning and checking because when you get these very these large you know I I will say and this is I'm usually don't share very much personal stuff on this show but you know particularly even with where as my marriage was coming to an end I I I became aware of that only a few months before it ended. And it's this horrible heavyweight responsibility as a soul when you've been shown something that there's no turning back from. It's like you've strapped yourself into a roller coaster and you can't, you know that the only way off is is out is through. It's the same as when I, um, my waters broke with my first child and I went, oh my God, it's happening. This is going to be labor and the only way out is through. I've got to get right through to the end of this now. I can't hop off. I can't change my mind. I can't, you know, I'll, I'll do it on Thursday instead. No, right? So really in a very short time for me, and I'm talking literally two to three months, I started to get this stirring of this. I mean, the best way I can describe it is that my spirit guides began to tap me on the shoulder and they said to me, completion. And I said, what does that mean? And they said, 
everything for you now is ending. And it's not just this, it's, it's, it's other aspects of my life as well that I've been doing very big cleanup jobs on for some time now. Even some of them have been 10-year cleanup jobs. Some of them have been shorter cleanup jobs, two-year cleanup jobs, six-month cleanup jobs. And all of, an, all of it has culminated to this point. And I said to Spirit, but this show pays my fucking bills, mate. Like, why would I walk away from love life? And, this, and Spirit said, because it's to do with your life mission. And I said to Spirit, but... Jane's going to fucking die because I can't. I didn't die. I was really worried I was going to kill Jane. because Because I was just like, how on earth can I do this without making it personal when it's it's not personal? And Jane, Jane to me is soul family. I mean, I, right from the first time we began to connect together in business, I could see Jane and I in a past life in a workshop, like as brothers working front of house, back of house. We've always had a really clean working relationship. We, we've worked together so easily. It, you know, there's always been transparency. There's always been warmth. There's always been personal connection as well as professional connection. I've never met anyone, and I've said this on the show, who, who matches me in efficiency, in organization, in just, you know, I email her, she gets back to me. I ask her for, you know, to pay half a bill. She does it in 24 hours. A lot of people can't say that about the people they work with. And I have been able to say that. And in amongst that environment, she's also been my protector, my guide, my mother figure, my queen figure. She's taught me to speak my truth. She's taught me business acumen. She's taught me better coaching tips and techniques. She's taught me knowledge and other gurus that I'd never heard of. You know, it's been such a rich journey um, since I've known Jane. And the thing is that when Jane and I first came together, Um, which was in pretty much sort of a car park when we used to drive out to do this radio show and we had to be in the car for quite a long time. Um, And we'd start to talk about our lives and then Love Life began to very quickly evolve in that energy space and we began to do our own podcast show. And I've been thinking about this a bit and I think what happened was because Jane and I have been channeling so regularly and holding so much high vibration through this show, you know, I can guarantee you, I am not the Rebecca on this show most days of the week. You know, <laughs> no, I'm sorry to break it to you, but I'm pretty fucking average. I swear, you know, I eat junk food. I wear Ugg boots. I'm like, I'm, there's no guru here. This is, this is just, I'm just somebody who has the ability to channel. But through being the channel, it has absolutely become non-negotiable energy space for me to clean up my grids. And that means I had to get real. I've been channeling truth, integrity, honesty, emotions, realness, transparency for a long time now. But 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 I, no, I was a psychic before this show, but this show changed me and it made me become deeply emotional and spiritual in, in a new way that I'd never been before, both with myself and my life and with the way that I was um, being with my clients. It helped me reform my identity as a practitioner. It's informed all of my work and it's given me better tools to give my clients better tools. And people who saw me eight years ago and then have come back to see me recently have noticed, like have commented to the effect of that change. So this show has grown me up. Jane has grown me up too because she was with me when I was still married with children. She's been through the demise of that marriage with me and she's come out the other side with me and helped me through, you know, the legals and the things that happen on the other side of that and then into the new chapter, the new beginning. And so I've felt through many stages through this journey that I've had to eradicate and let go of toxic things in my life, old beliefs, old patterns, old behaviors, and the upgrade has been happening steadily and steadily and steadily and steadily. 
until such time as two or three months ago when the next level of upgrade presented itself to me, as I was just saying a minute ago, and Spirit said to me, completion. And I said, it's not a logical decision because on paper, this show, is gain- to quote Jane last week, we're only just gaining serious traction with you guys as the tribe, with the ripple effect, with the amazing feedback that comes back to us every week, with the massively active Facebook group and the signups that are flooding into it every single day. This is not a decision that's coming from logic. It is, it can't be, because you'd have to be a fool to walk away from the energy that Jane and I share and the, and the beautiful connection and the, the joy and the privilege of doing this show. This is, like I said, one of the top three hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. And I don't know yet why or where I'm going fully. I have something of a picture, but I by no means have all the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. All I know is if I've learned anything through this process, and I would be a fraud to do otherwise, when I teach that, it is all about following your heart and your intuition. And sometimes your heart speaks to you in really mysterious ways because it doesn't give you a very clear dot point or a strategy or an outline. It's more of a stirring or a yearning or a a resistance or a tug or a pull in one direction or the other. And if I've learned anything after 37 years, it's when I resist my intuition and my heart, I get into shitloads of trouble because it snowballs on me until I suffocate and then I hurt people, then I cause pain, then I don't set people free, then I don't live my truth, then I'm not being authentic to me. So I went into Jane's office last week and I said to her in all sorts of awkward, fumbly ways, which I'm articulating much better today than I was able to last (laughs) week, so hopefully she's getting a better take on what the hell this is now, is I'm going to have to, to walk out. And it was so perfect in my mind that we just about reached 200 because what a beautiful legacy for me to walk away from is a full bank, a full library of 200 episodes of everything. I have given you guys everything I know. Like there's literally nothing left. I've given you all my knowledge, all my thoughts on every topic. And I do think now I am being called by spirit to go into some new original content or something which has to do with a deeper understanding or furthering of my own cosmic psychic spirituality so I can bring better material. But in order to do that down the track, I need to stop and I need to close down all the voices so I can hear my voice or or their voice so I can receive some of the new codes that are coming to earth and so that I can receive some of the higher next level information. I'm going to stop talking at this point and give Jane a a chance to speak. No, you spoke so beautifully. It's lovely. Thank you. And that's say? called walking your talk. What oh, Beck's doing is walking her talk. Soul lesson in this lifetime, speaking my truth, and it's never easy. Well, hopefully speaking to me about your truth was much easier than speaking to the last two. I, it, it was. <laughs> and, and I think that's a sign of how, how much better I am becoming at owning, growing up. It's about growing up because I was a little girl the other two times and this time I feel like I'm coming more as a woman and I, and everything I tried to do in that talk last week was everything Jane's taught me, which is you come from a place of compassion, you come from a place of kindness, you know, and you come from a place of self-responsibility. You know, you use eye language and all of those things because as much as I can fully appreciate that this would feel like a rejection to Jane and indeed to all of you listening – you can only, I can only ask you to believe me when I say, this isn't personal. 
it, it's not personal because I love this and I have tears in my eyes as I'm saying this to you. And Jane and I've recorded some other episodes today before this one. And, you know, it's you doubt yourself. I come in and out of these recordings and I think, oh my God, they feel so good. They feel so right. Jane and I flow like no one else I've ever known in my life. Why am I giving this up? And these are the tests. It's like fucking Moses in the burning bush. <laughs> These are the, is it Moses or the other dude? Anyway, Bible, Bible's not my thing. But it's like these are the tests sometimes that the universe gives you. How bad do you want this? And I'm saying, I don't even know what this is. And the universe says, yeah, but we're testing you. In the, you're here for a real sole purpose in this lifetime, Rebecca, and we are your upstairs management. Are you listening to us? And I have to say yes. Jump Beautiful. off the cliff. Beautiful. I don't really know where to go from here except that I've got so much to say. The first of, of course, is that... I think it would be silly being an emotional podcast for us to not talk about what happens when you're delivered something that does hurt, that does put you into fear, that does have deep sadness. And for me, what happened in the past when I've been told things of something's ending or changing that's or change that's going on, I would normally go into fear. And the beautiful thing here was I didn't go into fear at all. I went into deep sadness mm. and I sat in that sadness and it was sadness because of an honouring, as Beck said, of something that has been so beautiful, effortless and easy that we have done together, brought joy for us on so many levels and as we know from your beautiful emails and comments, has brought joy and healing and help to many of you. And yet... So the sadness was definitely there for that afternoon. And I had a few wines, which is what I tend to do. That's my coping mechanism. And then I took myself to bed, which is what I tend to do, to be alone and have an early night. And I called in my team and I said, help me to feel whatever it is I need to feel. Help me to know what it is, identify it, heal it, love it, grow it. Well, funnily enough, I woke up the next morning and for some reason... When Beck said she was finishing, I thought that meant it was the end of love life. 18 hours later, I thought, why is love life ending? Mm. It's changing. It's not ever going to be the same. Some episodes will be great. Some episodes won't if you want to compare. I don't know where it's going to go from here. I just know that I've got a new intent that I'll share with you in a minute and that I still get so much pleasure and joy from doing this that I'm going to keep going. I thought initially, do I find another host, co-host? Nobody's going to fill back shoes, so I'm not even going to try and do that. It's not going to happen. Well, if that's meant to be, it will appear organically at a, Absolutely. a divine time. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So I've got a few different ideas that I will um, play around with, experiment, trial, test and measure over the coming months. I'm going to ask for all of you to send me your feedback kindly. I don't need to get 20 million emails or what do we got? 50,000 downloads a month. I don't need 50,000 emails all saying, where's Beck? I miss her. You're crap. <laughs> be kind. I don't think be so. kind. Um, but I do want to, you know, th this show will continue to be of service to you. That's why we did it from day one. And it's why I'll continue to do it. Mm. Moving forward, I envisage that the show, this show for 200 episodes has been about how to overcome your fears so you can come from love and not from fear. Now, that topic will continue to remain throughout. However, my initial thoughts on the intent of the show, 
I will set a new intention. And I believe that this will be about embracing greater levels of connection, compassion, empathy, understanding, and self-empowerment so that you as individuals, as tribe leaders yourself, can connect with an ever-expansive tribe to heal the planet. And I think that's a pretty good intent to move forward from this point forward. But now what I want to do is talk briefly about overcoming when people do give you disappointing news. It is, I was really proud of how quickly I moved into alignment with who I like to be. And I was within 24 hours, I was on the phone to Beck because I also knew she would be anxious. My friendship, (laughs) my friendship, our friendship is very important to both of us. And that will continue regardless of whether we have a recording going on each week or not. And so I, I quickly wanted to put her out of her misery. And so I was in a place of power to be able to go, you know what? All is okay. I am excited. I'm excited because a door has been changed for me. One's been shut, another's been opened. I don't know where this is going to go, but I know my upstairs management team will make it cool as well. That's how our universes rock. Mm. That's how we roll. And I wanted quickly for Beck to know that I understood and I was completely fine with it and that, you know, I wanted us to finish the recordings we needed to do to get to the 200, to continue and give Beck the opportunity to have her voice heard by you all, for you to feel her love, her intent, her commitment that she has you know, nearly four years consistently given. And I'm so grateful. And the final thing I want to say is how grateful I am for that day that you rang me up and said, so I've been given this chance to do this podcast. (laughs) And Jane was all very polite, like, yes, that does sound like a good opportunity. Yes. And I said, but no, but do you want to do it with me? And she was like, (laughs) and instantly it was a yes. And it was a nervous and excited yes. And that's how I feel moving forward for both Beck and I is that we're both doing a nervous and an excited yes to whatever happens next. It's been so fascinating as well to be guided by upstairs management in this journey because I've never really had a job before when my boss was spirits. And so when Jane and I, I think we've said this before, we first met in a coffee shop and we sat down and in an hour and a half, we did not stop talking. We bashed out almost two years worth of episodes in, you know, literally in an hour just by pouring our combined knowledge on the table and realizing how many parallels we had in our teachings. And for about a year and a half or two years, I think we got up to about New Year's one year and Jane and I looked at each other and we said, we are scrabbling for content. I feel like it's Mm, empty. We're done. We can't think of anything new. Maybe this dies off in the new year. And then something happened. We went away for some holidays and we came back. And we had, we've never stopped having content. It has been fed to us through you guys, through upstairs, through our life experiences, thick and fast. Like I, I'm very sorry to say that I'm still leaving behind. Well, I have to pass this over to Jane, a list of all the topics that we still never got to record because you guys, I just saved every single email I got, you know, and there's lists of them. The (laughs) topics go forever. Um, so it was interesting to watch the life cycle of love life as well and how it's also gone through its own evolutions and how various people came to us at different times, like the lovely Pat Rulo in America, who came and put us on speak up talk radio. Yes. Um, 
And then the lovely Jay Bangers here in Adelaide Hoop from Fresh FM Days who came and put us on kicks.com. And amazing people, often people who aren't even that spiritual or who you wouldn't think, have propagated our show or given us that leg up or given us the support at various times and helped to spread the tribe and the ripple effect. It's beautiful, hasn't it? It is. And also, of course, Beck Beck will go on, I know, and do some amazing content, whether it's podcast, YouTube, whatever it is, and we will definitely get her back on and she'll be making sure that I will make sure that Beck continues to keep you guys updated with how you can follow her work. Thank you. I've... You know, I sort of was thinking this year, I was, I was quite excited because this year a number of things happened. My two little children both went to school for the first time. So every day from nine to three, I had time at home. Second of all, I got a new custody arrangement. I only have them 50%. Third of all, all my legals got sorted from the end of a marriage. And all of a sudden, my life got very quiet because I had so much to do. I'm talking for 10 years because back in 2008, I got pregnant, 2009, had a baby, two years later, had another baby, did early childhood. You know, a marriage came and went. Then there was, you know, the the necessary fallout, the legal processes where you can't really kind of get your life started for such a long time. And it's now literally feels to me like about 10 years it's been since the last time I had nothing but a quite selfish, creative space to just devote to, to me. And so... I sort of have been sitting around this year thinking, well, what, what am I going to do with all this extra time I have? What am I going to create and build? And that's when the voices started to come. And the only thing I knew for sure was, because everyone would say to me, oh, do an ebook or do a course or do a seminar or, you know, all of the other kind of online marketing things. And I, and I just kept thinking, no, 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 no. And I thought when it all comes down to it, and even though I am a writer, a traditionally trained writer, when it all comes down to it, for me, it's about my voice. So I, I, all I knew was I just have to keep using my voice. So I will continue podcasting. I know for sure that I'm developing another podcast. I, I, all I can tell you about it is that I'm going to call it Soul Doctor, and that's all I know. So if you do want to find out, you are just going to have to jump on my website every now and then and check, or I'll put something on Facebook eventually. Um, but other than that, it's a development, and it's one I haven't wanted to hurry. And, and this, again, is advice for everybody, I think. When I was younger – and I bet, Jane, you're a bit like this because we're both super entrepreneurial and super creative people. When you get an idea, the first thing you want to do is just go and do it. Like I used to rush out and drop all this money and buy all the stuff and then yes. start the scrapbooking <laughs> company, right, or start the oils company or start the this and that. And I learned the hard way by being burnt a few times. You don't have to rush out and stage the whole Broadway production with the choreography and the sign-in lights and the website and the pamphlets and the, and the ticket sales. Sometimes you just sit with the idea. So that's what I've given myself the luxury of being able to do is very slowly marinate and keep testing and testing and testing, checking back in with myself and my own vibration. Wherever I'm going, is it right? Is it right? Is it right? How am I going to step-by-step execute this in a way that feels right? Not blindly rushing out and immediately trying to market or make money or do any of those things. that The traps I would have fallen into in my 20s and even early 30s. So I'm trying to be very conscientious about it. Other than that, I can tell you no more detail. That's as much as I know. It'll come. It will come. It will come. It will come. Yeah. Absolutely. And of course, our episode next week is episode 200. Yes. Which is the one that Beck and I recorded up in the Gold Coast. So we did that back in September. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so you've got another week of hearing Beck's beautiful wisdom before we go solo. Mm. And as I said, I'm not too sure quite yet what that's exactly going to look like, but I trust, I surrender, and I'm sure that it will be full of love and the desire for each of you to receive whatever healing, growth, wisdom, knowledge that you are needing. Nalia's just kicked me. Oh. <laughs> she's got she's a, not happy. She's got the cutest bow tie on too. It's got spots on it. Um, sorry, I digress. I was just going to say, 
I, I liken what's happening here a little bit to that idea of they always say you should leave a party on a high. You don't wait till the end of the night when everyone's crashed and burned and they're all drunk and they're falling about on the floor and it's just ugly. It's sometimes in life, even though it's it feels so bittersweet and so much sadder to walk out of you know a relationship or anything when it feels like it's really just going or it's in the middle of its enjoyment, sometimes that's the nicest way to leave it because you'll only ever look back with very, very sweet, with nothing but sweet memories. So for me... I'd like to leave the party while while it's on a high for me. Okay, guys, it's not going to crash and burn and be drunk on the floor. <laughs> it won't. No, 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 because it's going to go. It's going to. Walk It'll be a different into a new party. It'll be different. It'll be a different party. And you know what? This shit happens all the time in Radio Land. I mean, co-hosts do come and go. It's the life of radio. It's the life of podcasts. You know, it's 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 the natural wheel of life. It's birth, death, rebirth. It's the cycle. And so there will be a whole new period of growth, seasonal growth in this show. And Jane's talked to me a little bit about where she's feeling her intuitive guidance and stirrings as well as to what she deeply feels she needs to bring you guys going forward. And what she's told me excites me. All right. Well, I'll give a teaser, shall I? Give a teaser. Give a teaser. All right. One of the things that I'll be doing, and actually I've written quite a list already of people that I'm going to be having them, I'm helping them to give them a voice to their stories of how they've overcome the dark night of the soul. And one of the things I would love is for the opportunity to be able to get some of our beautiful listeners to share their wisdom and their story. So we're going to be going a bit more real stories from the listeners. So if you've got a story that links in with some beautiful wisdom of how you've overcome your dark night of the soul, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email and we'll see if we can make it happen. Beautiful. I think that's probably a good way to end, Beck. It is, but I let well, actually we end on 200 next week, we which do. is which is a great one. But I'm it, looking forward to but that. But let me thank the tribe. Um, I just want to say to everybody who's listened that it is all of you who have grown me up and brought me to this point. And I am, I know everything, every, whenever people speak like this, it sounds so cliched. It's like when people accept awards and they say the same tired old shit, but it's true. It's really, really true. Is that I just feel so humble and so amazed and appreciative of the people who have shown up through the love life journey. And Jane, you just, I mean, amazing oh the vulnerability that people entrust with us is just it is I feel so humbled from the people who've sought me out just individually like with bookings or as clients to the people who've just shown up on Facebook to the to people that we've randomly met at parties who've been like oh you know you you girls are from the love life show and I recognize your voice or you know it's just it's just been so so many blessings and so it's such a warm cozy amazing feeling I'm so proud of our tribe because we have such a cool tribe. It is very cool. So switched on. Very so cool. Conscious. You know, I love the fact, and Jane, you would know this as well. And this is what's changed for me in private practice. I used to get random shit off Google where people would just look up psychic Adelaide and I'd get these useless people who just just tell me what's happening with my daughter-in-law and just tell me that my son's gonna be all right. And it was so draining for me. And now that we have a really interactive, educated, responsible tribe, people call me up. And in the first five minutes, they use words like shadow work, inner child, consciousness. And I think, oh, I don't even have to do anything here. This person already knows everything they need to know. I just need to speak just up and give validate. Them the map. Absolutely. And so it's been such a joy to finally have a demographic who gets me and that I get. And it actually came to the point, and I knew this was one of the tests late last year. 
someone, an old school type of client, found me off Google and they sent me an email and I could tell straight away from their email that I was not going to like them or enjoy the session. And what did I do? So the old Rebecca would have taken the job. And the new Rebecca, who has a tribe, who I know is fabulous and is on tap and is always in his, and it feels much better for me to do private work with you guys because you get it. I just said, I'm sorry, I'm going to refer you to, I didn't say this, but you know, another complete hippie, dippy, purple crystals, tarot, crushed velvet, new age. And that was perfect. I referred her off. And I didn't have to deal with having a client who takes no responsibility because mm. they don't float my boat anymore. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful, back. Thank you. Thank and you so much. Heartfelt thanks to Jane. I've written her a card this morning. but Which is gorgeous. Basically. And I got red roses. And, and I bought some red roses because for the, the altar of love life, you know, just the the, uh, the red has always been the theme colour of love and the heart chakra. And um, so it's been such a privilege and an honour to have this experience in this lifetime with Jane and Jane we've worked together in other lifetimes and we'll work together again we will absolutely maybe even in this lifetime but definitely in future lifetimes as well because Jane is soul family to me I know her like a family member and that I'm you know I really it was so important to me for Jane to know and I don't know if she did know this but I'll tell her again anyway I've never I'm not leaving the friendship in this I'm just leaving the business and that's all it is and I really hope that Jane and I maintain the rich, warm connection that we. Oh, we will absolutely, absolutely. That to me is is the most important thing to come out of all of this. Experience. Absolutely, because as I said earlier, as one door closes with love and gratitude, another always opens. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing the journey with me and please continue to share the journey with Jane because as I told you, I've heard a bit of what she's got planned and I know that it's really going to amaze and inspire you. If you want to find me, look, I'm just RebeccaDetman.com. So just hop on over there. I'll try and put up something about where I'll be or what I'm doing if you want to stay in tune, but stay in the Facebook group, stay listening to the show. Um, as Jane said, maybe I'll pop on the show next year and we can have another chat together. Exactly. Which would be kind of fun. Be beautiful. Be yeah. good fun. Yeah. So until this time next week or until, well, because you or get next to hear week. next week. Yeah. Until, until next week. Um, lovelifeshow.com is there with all of the tools and resources and tips that you all may need. And blessings. Thank you. Over and out. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening.